The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano, and it's February. That means for a lot of you, dry January is over. Hopefully, if you have been indulging today because your fast from drinking has ended, you're not too tanked. You're not going to be able to pay very close attention to the next four hours. We've got to ask Frank anything coming up this hour. Whatever you have a question about, make it interesting, make it good, make it fascinating. Give me a call, 1-800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. And some other big things happening. The Museum of Broadcast Communications announced that the Radio Hall of Fame nominating committee is accepting suggestions for 2024 nominees. Now through Sunday, March 31st, 24 names will be selected as nominees to be voted upon by industry personnel later this year, leading, of course, to the selection of the 2024 Radio Hall of Fame induction class. I think it is absolutely crazy that Curtis Lewa is not in the Radio Hall of Fame. So I I am linking to this area where you can submit a proposal and submit someone for nomination. I nominated him last year. I thought I made a very convincing case, but he wasn't nominated. So if you think Curtis is a Radio Hall of Famer, go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash fan. You'll see the link that I've just posted up there, and you can nominate Curtis Lewa for the Radio Hall of Fame. My hope is that there are going to be so many people that nominate him that they're going to have no choice but to at least put him on the ballot. I think if you look at Curtis's radio career over the course of the last three-plus decades, it's without peer. He should absolutely be in the National Radio Hall of Fame. I've just nominated him, and I hope you will, too. Let me hear your questions. 800-848-9222. Beam me up. To be continued. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. We have been talking about, for a while, the problems with the campaign fundraising of Eric Adams linked to his 2021 campaign. It looks like he was actually guilty of using straw donors. What's a straw donor? A straw donor is someone that makes a contribution to a campaign only to be reimbursed by someone else. Why would you do that? Well, because the city matches you up to about $200. So if you give $150 to a campaign, well, let's say it's 100 because my math is not the best. If you give $100 to a campaign, the city taxpayers kick in another 800 bucks. That $100 contribution becomes $900. It is totally illegal, totally unethical, and it's one of the many problems I have with uh, public fundraising because it is so ripe for abuse. Well, now, 
an explosive article in the city. There's been an investigation by the city and they have documented evidence of new instances of an illegal practice, straw donors, at the center of law enforcement probes of the mayor's political contributions. Only this time, it's not tied to his 2021 campaign. It's tied to his 2025 campaign, the campaign that he's in the midst of right now. Three contributors to Mayor Adams' re-election campaign recounted in interviews in the past month how they, and in two cases their spouses, were reimbursed for a total of more than $10,000 in donations by hotel and construction executives in clear violation of state law. These interviews came during a joint investigation by the city, documented, and the Guardian U.S. into the presence in the mayor's current campaign of illegal straw donations. And these suspicious donations could be what spurred the indictment by the Manhattan DA of a fundraising group that was involved in Adam's race four years ago. And the more we hear about this, the more this looks like it was not an overzealous bundler or volunteer, the more it looks like it wasn't simply an oversight. The more we see this, the more it looks like this is the culture of corruption that exists Within the Adams campaign, this looks awful. And I hope law enforcement has a good look. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Today is Groundhog Day, and it happens to be 10 years since Mayor Bill de Blasio dropped the groundhog Staten Island Chuck and then subsequently he died as a result of the mayor dropping him and then there was this massive cover-up. Since then, they have wisely made the decision not to allow politicians to handle any of these groundhogs anymore. What they were thinking allowing all these mayors to do this for so many years is beyond me. Well, last year Staten Island Chuck did not see his shadow, which meant an early spring. However, Punxsutawney Phil saw his shadow, which meant six more weeks of winter. Who's going to be right? In Long Island, they have Malvern Mal, who also is supposed to be a seer of seers and a prognosticator of prognosticators. I'm going with whatever Staten Island Chuck predicts. He's a resident of the Staten Island Zoo, and he's been known occasionally to bite the mayor, at least the prior Staten Island Chuck did before Mayor Bill de Blasio killed him. And uh, I am going to be looking forward as well to watching the film Groundhog Day, which we'll talk about a little later if time permits. I have always questioned the wisdom of these groundhogs. It seems like it's kind of random whether or not we actually get an early spring. And I am not convinced that groundhogs are the best predictors of the weather. I think we need to look at other animals that have a much better track record of predicting the weather. And I think we could start. Look, I'm not against the tradition of Groundhog Day. It's a great movie. Uh, My wife's going to be watching it with my son today. And uh, hopefully if you live the day over and over and over again today, you start it by listening to this program over and over and over again. But. I just don't think you should take it too seriously. Whatever Malvern Mel, Punxsutawney Phil, or Staten Island Chuck say, take it with a grain of salt. It's just an excuse to have a little bit of fun. Happy Groundhog Day, everybody. Beam me up. To be continued. 
Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org The Other Side of Midnight 77 Local Spotlight Is it me or does it seem that Mayor Eric Adams utilizes a great many czars? Apparently I am not the only one to have noticed because a Democratic likely candidate for mayor, Scott Stringer, is declaring a czar war. And he did this big interview with CBS2 where he said that uh, basically Adams has had a personal Russian revolution. The all-but-declared mayoral candidate ripped into Adams' penchant for creating new offices. Right now, this administration has a great solution for everything. When there's a crisis, you know what they ask for? We need a czar. We have a rad czar. We have a public realm czar. We have czars that look at czars. They're all fired on day one. Now... Stringer is right. There are a lot of czars. However, I have a solution. In order to rein in all of these czars and not have them run roughshod, uh, not accountable to the mayor or their agencies or the city council, the proper functions of oversight that exist for, say, a commissioner or any other mayoral staffer, what about creating a czar czar? A czar to look after and be in charge of all of the other czars that the mayor has hired. The rat czar, the public realm czar, all these czars that Scott Stringer wants to fire on day one. Let's enjoy them while we can. Maybe Mayor Adams can create a czar czar. Otherwise, it sounds like Scott Stringer is ready to carry out a Bolshevik revolution and get rid of all the czars. Where will czar Peter the Great go? We don't know. Hopefully, he ends up in a better place than Rasputin and the Romanovs did. There are some stories where you laugh to keep from crying. Beam me up! To be continued.